Hey there fellow enthusiasts, welcome back to another episode of Disruptus Unveiled. I'm your host, Frank. And I'm Rishink. Today we're diving into the digital universe with a platform that changed the way we consume and share video content, YouTube. Absolutely. When you think of YouTube, what's the first thing that comes to mind? I mean, for me personally, it's gotta be the vast amount of videos that covers everything from like educational content to like entertainment like uh just like youtube videos that are that are kind of like niches to me i mean me personally uh, i love watching uh, mr beast so youtube's kind of like a digital treasure trunk for me where it's kind of like my escape to uh it's kind of like my break at the end of the day yeah i also love mr beast uh but let's refine it a little bit do you remember the days before youtube i mean i couldn't but online video was fragmented and the idea of a platform where anyone could share videos kind of seemed like a distant dream. I mean, were you even alive before YouTube was created? Were you? I wasn't. Were you? No, I was Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, definitely. So YouTube came in and disrupted the entire landscape. So it wasn't just about hosting videos. It was about empowering creators and democratizing content creation. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the mindset comes into play. So the founders, Steve Chan and Chad Hurley and Jod Karim, envisioned a platform where anyone, regardless of their background, could share their stories. And I think when you think about stories, you can also like um, kind of, there are different ways of sharing stories. One of them is through open speech and the other is through video and images. Yeah, absolutely. So, YouTube's disruptive force was in its accessibility. It wasn't just for professionals. It was for anyone with a camera and a story to tell. And if you were engaging enough, you could become very popular. And um, yeah. And I also like to say that timing was crucial. YouTube emerged when internet speeds were improving, and the world was becoming more and more visually oriented. It wasn't a platform. It, it was a reflection of the evolving digital landscape. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk a bit more about the user-generated content revolution. YouTube just wasn't a, uh, it wasn't just disrupting the traditional media, it was redefining it. Users became creators and the audience became global. Exactly. The mindset here was about giving a voice to the voiceless and letting individuals shape the narrative. And I, I think it also created like a global stage for expression. I mean, there are countless videos of activism and protests that get uploaded to YouTube with millions of views and they're creating real change and having actual impact on people in their communities and around the world. Can you give an example of that? I mean, during the BLM riots, I think the videos of the activism and the violence against African-Americans, against brutal police, really showed as a testament to how video content could produce rage and could actually inspire activism in each community. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and then came the partner program part of YouTube also. So YouTube didn't just stop at hosting videos. It also created a model where creators could monetize their content. So people who actually uploaded to YouTube and gained lots of subscribers, they could actually make money. Hey, Richard, you had a YouTube channel. Do you make any money from it? I don't think I actually had a YouTube channel. I don't know where you got that information from. So. Oh, I see. Okay. 
But yeah, you're right, Rishik. That's where the disruptiveness really came from. YouTube wasn't just a platform for sharing. It was also a platform for careers. And I think the mindset was about turning passion into a profession. And that's where you have this endless stream of content to coming into the platform. Because when YouTube is helping the creators with making content, you have a loyal, like, I guess you could say, employee base. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk a bit more about the algorithm. So YouTube's recommendation system, it wasn't just about suggesting videos. It was about creating personalized experience for each user. So today we have YouTube Shorts, right? You spend a bit time on, a bit of time on YouTube Shorts, and you like certain content, right? Um, your next reels could it could it's definitely going to be something related to what you like or spend more time watching. Exactly, and I think YouTube was one of the first few uh, media like companies that really started this trend of pattern recognition and data analysis for personalized entertainment and it's a big part of how we consume media today like Netflix also came in with this TikTok came in with this Instagram came in with this I think YouTube was a really big leap taker in this kind of like um, entertainment and data analysis yeah definitely their mindset was not just keep users engaged but it was to like not by just like keeping them engaged with what they like search for but for also understanding like what their preferences were and suggesting content which they might love yeah um let's not forget about the impact on traditional media also youtube didn't just disrupt the way we consume content it also challenged the very definition of mainstream media so suddenly individuals with the camera had the same reach as established networks such as like cnn or like main like media news outlets yeah, I, I think like companies like Fox are now being challenged with like um, individual like journalism by everyday people. But I think that's also like a big part about democratization of media, which like YouTube's mindset wasn't also just about competing with traditional media. It was about redefining the concept of media itself. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk a bit more about the education in YouTube. So it wasn't just a platform for just entertainment. It also became a go-to source for learning. I mean, I've used uh, YouTube countless number of times. For example, I've used I can name I can name a YouTuber called um, oh, the, the Chemistry Tutor. Organic Chemistry. Or, yeah, you're right. Organic Chemistry Tutor. I've used that that YouTuber for uh, chemistry help so many times. And um, if you're listening, thank you, uh, whoever you are. But um, anyways, um. Uh, the mindset here was about making knowledge accessible to anyone with the internet connection. Yeah, absolutely. It, it became a YouTube became a classroom without borders. Like you have no idea how many times where my teacher was just really bad at teaching, and the like some random Indian guy on YouTube would teach me better than what my teacher was teaching me in school. But I think it's not about disruption; it's about empowerment through knowledge. Oh, I'm kind of curious. Which teacher was it? Huh? Which teacher was it? I don't want to name names, you know. I mean, I love all my teachers, right? Yeah, I think they're all great, but yeah. everyone has their weaknesses. Uh, whatever you say. Um, but anyways, the live stream feature that was also a game changer. YouTube didn't just want you to watch; it wanted you to participate in real time, breaking down the barriers between creators and their audience. Vank, 
when you think of YouTube and you've seen live, uh, have you ever seen the live stream before? Yeah, I watch Mr. Beast live streams all the time and oh. Laser Beam's li- like I love Laser Beam's live streams and my favorite content creator, I Show Speed. I yeah, show, me too. I love his live streams. I know you yeah. do. Yeah, oh. I got a lot to relate with him. But I think live streaming wasn't just a feature; it was also about fostering like real time connections and you know turning content consuming consumption into like an interactive experience, right? Like you could have your favorite streamer, like I Show Speed, and send him funny messages with a little donation. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but let's also talk about the challenges YouTube faced. With great disruption comes great responsibility, as we like to say. So YouTube faced issues with content moderation with inappropriate content. I mean, if you go on YouTube and you do the wrong sort of things, you could definitely come across lots of inappropriate content. Um, copyright challenges, um, some um, YouTubers face um, challenges with copyright and debates and controversy on the platforms, on the uh, platform's impact on society. Exactly. In a world where free speech and freedom of expression is a big part of our lives, you're always open to controversies and not to mention there are also a bunch of content creators that often get themselves in trouble and with themselves they also get YouTube in trouble like for example Logan Paul when he went to Japan one time he did some pretty uh, wrong things and like you know in general like there are just hundreds and thousands of YouTubers who just often find themselves in the wrong situation and along with them bring down the community but in any case, no disruption has ever happened without its complexities that require constant adaptation. And I think we mentioned this in every single podcast. Success isn't defined by just profits, but it's also, and disruption isn't defined by success, but it's also defined by your ability to constantly adapt and react to different situations. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's wrap up by reflecting on the cultural impact of YouTube. So YouTube also influenced our language, our trends, even our perception of fame. I mean, I've learned Spanish on YouTube also. I mean, that's kind of how important YouTube is to my uh, language uh, learning. I don't know if that affected you that much stuff, but it, it I mean, it, but you make a good point, Rishik. YouTube is more than just a platform; it's a cultural phenomenon that shaped, I reflected, and reflected our digital age. It's. If you ask anyone born after the year of 2005, you, everyone would tell you that YouTube was a pivotal thing growing up. And I think, uh, I think that's, that really stands a testament about how disruptive they really were in an industry and in an era where digital enterprise was everything. Oh, were you born after 2005? I was. Uh, how did it shape your, uh, your life? I mean, every day after like elementary school, middle school, and like probably like freshman year of high school, I was watching like YouTube every day for like, Three to four hours. Oh, three to four hours. Yeah. Okay. I was very, I was very into it. Okay. Uh, I think that wraps it up for us. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And with that, we conclude our exploration into YouTube. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Keep disrupting, cre- keep creating, and as always, stay curious. We'll catch you on the next one. See ya.